0: What a spooky, a spooky day. It's a spooky it's day a spooky here one. in Columbus,
1: Ohio. Hello,
0: my list witches. Mm, Ooh, gather gather witches. around the cauldron, everybody. Ooh, we've got some some ch- chilling top fives. yes in this in this Halloween f- triple part creature feature.
1: Yes hello and welcome to the mystical listical Halloween extravaganza you are getting in the year of our Lord 2018. Mm. an episode of our podcast on October 30th, October 31st. And November 1st, a three-day midweek holla weekend.
0: Ooh, ooh, (laughs) chilling.
1: Okay, well, so welcome again to the Mystical Listicle. I am one half of your creepy, spooky skeleton, Mitch E. Vichu, otherwise known as Dr. Dank. And with me in the studio today is...
0: Mm, From the swampy depths, it's me, Campbell, Cam Cammy. (sighs) (laughs) I'm very spooked. Yeah. I'm covered in algae, and dead fish.
1: Yummy, yeah. <laughs> yummy. Okay, well, getting things back on track here. Uh, we are going to start our Halloween extravaganza with our top five cryptids.
0: Yes, we have three delightful Halloween-themed lists coming your way, and we're starting it off right with cryptids the spooky creatures that roam amongst us you know
1: yeah so let's dive into some fun folklore with your number five
0: my number five is mothman what? yeah
1: Ooh, this i'm sorry this is gonna be a contentious list
0: <laughs> no I, no 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 i think mothman is such a good classic cryptid mothman can fit Anywhere on anybody's top five cryptid list, and makes sense. Mothman's a classic. Mothman's handsome.
1: Mothman is the man.
0: Mothman is the man. Can
1: I just say, I love Mothman for reasons I will get into further yes. <laughs> at I, another I point. Figured,
0: I figured some of these cryptids on my list would also hit your list because they're just yes, they're classic. they're just classic. Yeah, like, who, but who doesn't love a good Mothman?
1: Can um, I just pull it for just one second that Monster eroticism is really big in 2018 It's in, It's and bougie, the ever- fun thing is mothman is the monster hunky savior fantasy but specific to our region of like ohio and west virginia yes
0: and i was gonna get into that i've got I, I did getting. a lot of research on this topic actually and i got into some like deep dives of Ooh. um like some of funny facts lore. about monster lore all right so mothman was reportedly seen this very first sighting of mothman was documented in point pleasant west virginia where they, to this day, they've been holding annual festivals since 2002 dedicated to the Mothman, and there's a big silver statue in Point Pleasant of Mothman as well. But his very first sighting was in November 12th, 1996, and then he was last seen, like, well, he had a large case of sightings up until December 15th, 1967. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, Mothman, surprisingly not active for a very, very long time, but... Then he was linked to, a lot of people have linked him to the actual Silverbridge disaster in West Virginia where Silverbridge collapsed and a lot of people actually like died. Yeah,
1: it was the Mothman. It wasn't overuse of the environment. It wasn't exploitation of workers and it wasn't poor mining conditions. It was the Mothman. It was the Mothman. Thank you. But like
0: people have been blaming Mothman for this. So I just want to get this on the record. Like
1: why blame your business overlords? why,
0: Why blame Mothman? Mothman didn't do anything wrong. Mothman was just seen, you know, doing Mothman things. I don't understand how a Mothman can make a whole bridge collapse, too. Like, this isn't a like... A single man. Yeah. It's a single si- Mothman. A Mothman, you know. One. So, yes, I do want to get into that. How th- it's not like, Mothman. But, like, that is, like, well, I was reading the Wikipedia on Mothman, and there's like, oh, they were, they were linking Mothman to the Silverbridge collapse. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> but, Great. Yeah, that is
1: That's the Mothman. Um, Man. There's something spooky about our list that's going to happen because of... Mothman. <laughs> okay. um, So my number five is the chupacabra, mm. which is a cryptid for the southern states of the USA, in Puerto Rico, and in South America. So just as a kid, the goat sucker just seems so scary because all the physical descriptions varied so much based on where the lore was coming out of and what animal um, desecration sightings were happening depending on the area because sometimes they Mm -hmm. would look at it and be like oh well this hairless animal is like a chupacabra fetus or something or if they're finding like um, vampire-type holes and, like, blood drained out of their livestock, then it's a different kind of chupacabra. The chupacabra could be, like, a big wolf man. It could be, literally, a little, like, alien reptile-looking guy. The chupacabra is fucking scary and was scary as a kid because it could be anything. Let me
0: ask you two chupacabra questions. Yeah. One, do you think there's more than one chupacabra? Definitely. and it's All a right. regional
1: thing. Yeah. It would be, like, a Pokemon regional variant.
0: <laughs> lowland chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, um, and two, what is your interpretation of the chupacabra? Like? Not
1: reptilian.
0: Not reptilian. Think, not reptilian. I, I would have gone with the reptilian route. Really? Yes. I
1: always think it's kind of like a bipedal fox man that's kind of like getting mangy, like starting to lose hair with like black skin with patches of like orange kind fur. Of, kind
0: of like a kobold.
1: Kind of, kind yeah. Kind of like
0: a kobold. Kind of. Like some interpretations foxy, of kobold at least. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But I just thought he was very scared. And um, he's been re ported as far off as Chile and Russia, so has a pretty big spread Russian for the Russian
0: chupacabra. Yes, and
1: I have another I um, Russian cryptid on my list. They go buck wild with these things over there. Oh, yeah. Um. So, I also have this memory that I wanted to talk about, you know, because this is what we do. We set up this podcast because we cannot afford therapy. Yeah. Um, when I was like a young teen, we had this big Persian cat who got like super matted fur and we called this grooming car to come and like shave her and like get her coat back and fixed Uh and we were so worried about her because it was taking so long in the front yard that I was just sitting in my living room watching this chupacabra documentary Uh on the history channel, getting like super scared and weirded out. And it was this gloomy day. And like after almost like two hours, I go outside and like I knock on the grooming car door and the lady just pocks her head out and she's just like covered in blood from the cat fucking tearing up her fucking arms.
0: It was the chupacabra.
1: (laughs) I was like, my cat is the chupacabra. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, so it spooked me out. Like what that might sound silly. Chilling it's
0: tale. Sp- no. <laughs> spooky. No. I got. I got goosebumps oh my from God. that.
1: What's your number four?
0: My number four is the Wendigo.
1: Oh, this almost made my list. Yes. Yeah. All right. So,
0: really fascinating etymology from the Wendigo. For the, like, well, the fact that it led to a disease, like a really? psychosis. Yeah. Like, have you yeah. heard of Wendigo psychosis? I want to talk about this yes, first. Please. It's an actual, I, I don't want to say like disorder, but like a psychosis that has fallen over some people before where they eat, they, they turn cannibal. Really? Like, yes. And it, it's been happening. Like you get like cabin fever and then you get Wendigo, Wendigo. psychosis, you know, yeah. essentially. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So, um, and that's based off of the the Wendigo folklore and like they they, the wendigo is originally a man-eating spirit native to the northern forests of the atlantic coast and the great lakes region so like that is where the Wendigo kind of like hangs out yeah i believe it's uh uh, i believe it's algonquin originally in folklore and it's just kind of like stayed around that area and let me just say something about the wendigo hot design on the wendigo it's it's kind of like the wolf among us interpretation of the jersey devil is more classic Wendigo design, where it's like a kind of gaunt, hulking kind of figure of malice with like a skull, essentially, mm-hmm. as the head. Um, and in a lot of interpretations, it's a deer skull. I think it's I think it's fantastic. It's scary. Um, and, and something very fascinating about the lore of the Wendigos, they say that the reason the Wendigos, the spirit, like the, the cryptid themselves, eat humans a lot is because they're always hungry because they're basically a depiction of greed essentially yes i saw Um, that
1: and a lot of times it's used as just a themology for saying that westerners have overseas the land yes and and that's the thing about the wendigo
0: when a wendigo eats somebody they grow larger but they don't grow like bigger you know Mm -hmm. they don't like they don't get full they just double in size yeah um which is but they are they're always like depicted as like gaunt you know like always like starving you know which is crazy yes scary Scary, scary little bugger. Scary little bugger.
1: So my number four is the Maryland Goat Man from Mm -hmm. Beltsville, Maryland. So this is an urban legend of an axe-wielding half-animal, half-goat man. And he was once a scientist at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. And he experimented on goats, but one day it backfired and he became half-goat. So
0: that's scary. He
1: apparently roams along the highway, and when people get, you know, stranded in their car, you know, on the side of the road, he comes and hacks them and whacks them and smacks them.
0: Interesting. How old do you know how old the goat man is in legend? I do.
1: It was something that was also kind of present in colonial lore. There was some sort of man in the area, and yeah. some. You know, half beast, half man, bipedal thing tearing through. But it was popularized in the nineteen seventies, nineteen seventy one in particular. That's when, where
0: I was roughly thinking. Yeah, yeah. there
1: was um, a neighborhood where one of a prominent, you know, kind of a uh, house like a woman who was known in the area for throwing parties and just a total socialite. Her dog ended up dead. And um, people started blaming the goat man on this dead, like, animal butcherings, essentially. So um, there's a University of Maryland folklorist, actually, that has kind of collected these stories over the years. And the funny thing is he's... (laughs) His stance on it is essentially that Beltsville doesn't have much going on. So people <laughs>
0: People just like, well, let's get our, let's make a goat man. Yes, know.
1: exactly. So I just thought it was funny that like a school we've both been around and I went to yeah. actually has a folklorist to look at the Maryland goat man. That'd
0: be a f- fun field of science.
1: Social science. Social
0: science, yeah. Social There's science to like, get is into. A,
1: um major at OSU. <laughs>
0: That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: So what's your number three? Get into the mid list.
0: All right, my number three, she's beauty, she's grace, she is the Flatwoods monster, mm. another West Virginian cryptid. Mm. I don't know what it is about West Virginia; they got a lot of these fuckers roaming the around forest, there. The forest,
1: the Mongahela Well, like, and
0: like they're also along the like Appalachia, you know. So like, so and, they,
1: there are a lot of critters out there already. Yeah, yeah you got Bigfoot, some weird things. You
0: got, you know, the Flatwoods monster. You got Mothman. West Virginia, ripe, ripe with these. Very, very good friends. The Flatwoods Monster is originally sighted at 1952 in Flatwoods, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Also has a town festival. in, oh. so, like, people love these guys. They always throw them, u- like, yearly parties, which I think is really nice. I think it's nice, too. I think, I think they appreciate that. I think the Flatwoods Monsters, you know, out there looking at them celebrating Flatwoods Monsters, just like, oh, they're like...
1: Mm. I'm, I'm loved. Yeah, I'm loved. All monsters are valid. Yeah,
0: and the Flatwood Monster is... Valid as hell. A lot of folks actually classify the Flatwoods Monster more as a UFO than an alien. Really? Yes. I've been re- reading, really? like, yeah, which I, I guess it's kind of turned into cryptid, but... Well, they say cryptids,
1: too. A lot of, like, those kind of conspiracy theorists and people who believe in that kind of stuff say that cryptids could just be beings who, like, came through from another dimension and here yeah. now. So they like to mix those kind of yeah. UFO spatial interdimensional shit with all that yeah That's but I, like thought.
0: when reading up on the flatwoods monster a lot of people classify her as a ufo um which i think is very interesting mm-hmm. and that makes sense i mean she's like very alien like figure kind of like big head large eyes mm-hmm. that are like glowing G- wonderful dress like mm-hmm. you know on, on the flatwoods monster a really fun thing about the uh flatwoods um west virginia they've got a flatwoods monster museum and you you get something there if you photograph yourself Next to uh, the four Flatwoods Monster chairs that are wooden, there are wooden carved chairs of like design like the Flatwoods Monster across all of Flatwoods, West Virginia. And if you show them like four pictures of yourself next to all these four chairs, I think you get something at that museum. That's cool. Yeah, which I think that's a fun little promotion. Yeah, she's, she's wonderful. Shout out to the Flatwoods Monster.
1: Flatwoods Monster, OG. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my number three. Is the Brozno dragon, which is from Western Russia. Yeah. So Russia couldn't just have a regular uh lake monster like everyone else, like your classic Nessie dinosaur looking thing. They needed to one up everyone with a dragon. Yeah, fucking dragon up in this. So the funny thing about this is looking into this, skeptics say that it could either be a mutant beaver, a mutant beaver.
0: Let's just That's put a pin really in draconic. that.
1: Or a herd of deer crossing the ice that ends up looking like a dragon. How? <laughs> the skeptics How have th- no idea.
0: Do Russians not know what dragon look like? Because neither of those are very dragon in nature. Like, I think it would be fucked up if they were like, oh, it's like a rat king, but like a bunch of deer. Now that's a cool <laughs> cryptid. That's fucking fuck? terrifying. Like
1: That could hurt you. Um
0: like and that would be a cooler cryptid than just like that's oh, a
1: cooler uh, cryptid than anything on my list actually <laughs> yeah
0: yeah new cryptid everybody spread this shit around the, the, the deer, deer king. the deer king it's like a rat king but a bunch of deer and the fingers um, are all mangled together and they are fucking horrifying oh, yeah yeah yummy
1: so what's even funnier is let's let's put those theories just put a pin in yeah. those skeptics who also are coming from a scientific background (laughs) say that there's gases from volcanic activity that are creating bubbles of gas Uh. that are coming up and making the lake bed look unstable and in the summer when it gets warm enough these gases coming up can actually create like visual distortions and mirage so yes another fun thing about this is the Brosno dragon is said to have swallowed a Nazi plane that crashed into the lake in World War II. That's
0: insane. How does something that is the size of a mutant beaver... Unless the <laughs> mutation makes it very large, eat up, a, eat a, eat a plane. <laughs> That's awesome. This is a crazy goofball. This, they're, they they really, you know, some bold shit claiming coming out, coming
1: out of Russia. So shout out to the Brosno Yeah, we've got dragon.
0: a we've got a big beaver dragon that eats <laughs> planes. <laughs> but he
1: also might be a
0: bunch of deer. Well, at least he's like you know Antifa.
1: Yeah, anti-fascist <laughs> Rosno dragon. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, my number two is. And I think you're going to love this one. A little bit local, more local of a cryptid, the Loveland Frog from Loveland, Ohio. The
1: Loveland Frog. The
0: Loveland Frog. This big ol' cryptid is literally a huge frog, a bipedal frog, that was spotted in Loveland, Ohio. They made a musical, a local musical in Loveland, Ohio, dedicated to the Loveland Frog, called... Hot damn, it's the Loveland Frog. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It was last seen, two teens were playing Pokemon Go in Loveland. What? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, like, in, in, wow. uh, in like, when it was originally come up, you know, there's, like, a lot of headlines where, like, teen finds dead body, you know, while playing Pokemon Go. It was, like, teens, like, sight the Loveland Frog. And it's, 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 Loveland's, I think, closer to Cincinnati than us, but it's- What's the
1: deal with the frog, though? Like, what makes it big? Like, it's just big? It's just well, a big frog? Well, it was first
0: sighted when a police officer saw a big figure, like, dash in front of their car, and the police officer hit, like, their uh, guardrail, and, um, they saw, like, on the guardrail, like, a like a four-foot-tall frog, essentially, like, standing on two legs, um, which I think that's, I think that classifies cryptid right there. So,
1: it's an A cab frog.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's an ACAB frog. That's pretty frog fucking rad. And it, it's just living around Loveland, Ohio, I think it's just cops. fun because, like, I love I love frogs. So, like, let's give a big old four-foot local frog that is, uh, you know, fucking up cops. You know? That's actually That's awesome.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. I'm fucking with that.
0: Yeah. Loveland Frog. Shout out.
1: So, my number two is the Thunderbird
0: which, um, good choice.
1: It's pretty much all over indigenous North America. Mm -hmm. So, um, it can be as far as Canada. It can be as low as Mexico and into South America. So yeah, it can be a lot of different things. There's very, very, very old stories, like old enough that some cultural, you know, researchers have thought, oh, did the Thunderbird just happen to live in folklore orally? From the time that there actually were massive birds in the North Americas, but they oh, that's
0: fascinating,
1: but they deducted that like that kind of megafauna would have been extinct before the advent of like written language and being able to like,
0: um, that, that's still pretty wild. If you think about it, the Thunderbird is the first cryptid. Yeah, it's the oldest. It you really know? is. Like,
1: because it could just—it's just any big. We've bird. been talking
0: about it forever. Yeah. Essentially, yeah.
1: So. There was a lot of popularity in Thunderbird sightings that were starting in the 1890s. I'm talking for like Western culture, like when Western culture invaded and, you know, had nothing better to do, it co-opted this zeitgeist. After the 1890s, in the 20th century, various TV shows and radio shows and different like newspapers and stuff started to try to stage Thunderbird sightings and like use camera perspective to make it look like a... Like condor corpse pinned up was much much bigger than it was, um, which is kind of strange. Yeah,
0: I was just thinking like I think what would make sense to me why people would think the thunderbird exists is you know way 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 back when like like the first thunderbird sighting. Mm-hmm. You know um, what I think probably happened is like it was probably was like an American condor, which a are big ass bird. big ass birds, and somebody looked up during a thunderstorm mm-hmm. and saw one of these huge birds flying like right when lightning cracked around them and they're just like oh that bird
1: i feel like birds wouldn't be flying around in a storm
0: <sighs> yeah that's a good point
1: they usually start uh congregating maybe it's on a tree or
0: something yeah you know? um, i still
1: agree that it was just someone just... seeing a big ass bird
0: yeah um, um
1: but a fun thing here um i am from st louis and in the late 1990s. Multiple citizens wrote to the mayor in St. Louis demanding action to catch a Thunderbird that had been, like, disturbing livestock. They set up a trap, and they caught a blue heron, and the mayor said, case closed.
0: That's really fucking funny. Here's your Thunderbird, everybody.
1: Yeah, which, as soon as the 1990s, like, that's fucking funny.
0: Yeah, that is really, really funny. funny.
1: So, Thunderbird.
0: Thunderbird. Shout out to the Thunderbird. It's classic. The Raven King from Hilda is kind of like a Thunderbird. Oh,
1: yeah. He definitely is. Please watch Hilda. Please watch Hilda. If you like what we're talking about, please go Go watch Hilda Go on Netflix and watch
0: Hilda. It is fantastic. Phenomenal. It is so good. Incredibly good art direction.
1: Incredibly good story. Yeah. It's adapted from a graphic novel, so it's not just something that was thrown together. It has, like, a plot running through and just a rich world. It
0: is really great. Hilda.
1: Hilda. So you're number one. My
0: number one is The Jersey Devil. I knew. Yeah. This... Cloven. All right, so I learned something about the Jersey Devil Ooh. when I was learning about the backstory of it. Did you know that the original tale of the Jersey Devil was orig- that it was supposed to be a woman's 13th child? What? Yes. So this woman, I forget her first name, but her last name is Lead, And the Jersey Devil was originally known as the Leeds Devil. Mm-hmm. But basically, this woman was having a lot of kids. And uh, after her 12th kid, she got pregnant again. And she cursed she cursed the child. She was just mm. like, This child's the devil. Like, well, I'm I am sick it of it. this. Yeah, well I'm sick yeah, well I'm sick <laughs> of this. So I've got this thirteenth kid. And people report that she gave birth to this kid and it transformed into a cloven devil in front of everybody and like like ran off to the woods. That's essentially. Spooky. Yeah. So the Jersey Devil is classically depicted as a kind of Wyvern like horse dragon demon thing. And when I say wyvern I mean like it's got two legs, it's got wings, it doesn't have arms. It just and has, it has a head, but yeah. like the wings are kind of its arm. And, and it that's horns, the cla- usually. that is the more classic depiction of the Jersey Devil. I like the wolf among us interpretation, which is a little bit more Windigo inspired. It's hotter. It's, it's hot. uh yeah, it's my personal favorite interpretation, but I think the original interpretation is kind of scary. Like yeah. it's a horse. It's pretty horse horrific. It can dragon, you. a horse dragon. Cause horses are already fucking scary. Horses are scary. Can but we give put it, them on the but list? But give it like bat-like dragon wings and like devil tail. That's creepy, you know. Yeah. And it flies along like the Jersey Turnpike, essentially, like killing people who leave their cars. Yeah. Um, another thing I really like about the Jersey Devil is, for the longest time, do you, do you ever play in the era of Blockbuster? Do you ever have visions of video games? where you're like, I remember playing this video game from Blockbuster, and I remember this, like, level or, like, mechanic very vividly, but I know remember nothing else about the video game. That happened a lot to me, and I had, for the longest time, I was like, there was a PlayStation 1 game, where was a collect-a-thon, where you played as a little devil collecting things in New Jersey. Really? It is called the Jersey Devil, and it's like you you're it, and i remember this game so vividly it might it might be fucking terrible it might just it was a game i just rented at blockbuster when i had a playstation like growing up um but i remember it being like one of my favorite games and uh it's funny to me that it's also linked to the jersey devil yeah 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 shout out to the jersey devil
1: we're just shouting them all icon, out
0: icon icon
1: so my number one is the mothman so we already kind of went over um, most of it. So I'm just going to get horny on Maine now. Yeah. Because we already Let's went over the biographical details. So yeah. now Let's just talk we can how talk great about the, the sex appeal yeah. of the Mothman. <laughs> so I just want to preface this by saying thank you to, um, the shape of water and Venom for making monster fucking popular in mass media because, uh, finally, yeah, finally. And yeah. horror is a like pretty, uh, prolific genre for aligning its female, figures with monsters and we're talking about cryptids and it's just like monsters are fucking sexy
0: yeah they're big they're you know they're strong but they're like different like they're (laughs) untainted
1: they're untainted by uh toxic masculinity because they weren't raised with they're learning
0: give them egg
1: oh give Give them them, give them give them they're like and they're like
0: they're like and you're like shh
1: and e- then you e- pull e- out your titty. Yeah, pull out, like, yeah, yeah, titty, titty. <laughs> titty. And he's
0: like, rrr, rrr, and you're like, yes. Campbell
1: is making the motion of, yes. like, cupping a titty. <laughs> so, Mothman, I just want to imagine, like, first off, he is, like, roided out bulky. Like, to be able to fly and shit, like, he's just, like pure muscle. Yeah. He's oiled at all times. The
0: the the statue in Point Pleasant. Have you seen (laughs) the statue? He's like ripped. Yeah, the statue is ripped. He Um, looks like
1: a freaking uh Marvel dude from the sixties. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he does. He does look like a Marvel superhero.
1: Yeah, who's it's that really terrible funny. illustrator?
0: Oh. Uh, uh
1: Roy, what's his face? Y'all know what we're yeah, talking about with the uh, giant Captain America titties. Yeah, oh my god. Yes, but Mothman. If somebody I have...
0: could draw that but make it Mothman, I would give oh you a hundred fucking dollars.
1: But Mothman have wing, he can take you away. Mothman have big moth eyes, so he's seeing like 800 of you at once. Oh. And Mothman have that moth, like, soft, like, fluffy antennae coming out of his face. Oh, and Mothman probably
0: so soft.
1: Mothman's so soft.
0: Imagine yes. just, like, putting your, like, oh. hand against, like, Mothman's, like, He'd ripped be pecs. velvety. Yeah, his velvety, oh. ripped pecs. And he
1: loves to hold you. And he, he looks at you and he takes touch. your hand
0: and then he flies with you. Yes. Oh, my night. God.
1: So, thank you so much, everybody, for listening today. I just wanted to let y'all know that we do have some listener suggestion episodes coming up. Yes. After this Halloween extravaganza, so please keep on commenting. Yeah. What is our Twitter?
0: Our Twitter is at MysticList on Twitter, M-Y-S-T-I-C-L-I-S-T.
1: And what is our email if they don't have social? Our
0: email is mystical listicle podcast at gmail.com literally just the name of the podcast at at (laughs) gmail.com that was good yeah
1: so please get in touch with us tell us about your favorite cryptids tell us about the monsters you want to fuck
0: Ooh yeah tell us who's your favorite cryptid and who's who's the cryptid on like your 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 hit your tap what's that what's that list that people the, do and the just so-
1: little black book yeah
0: was what's in A little black book <laughs> of cryptids oh my god
1: <laughs> okay everyone thank you so much which
0: which werewolf do you want to be taken to prom to bye
1: that was bad